It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled Empower As You Grow. And, you know, I think that is so important because, you know, as I have learned over the last year and almost two years from 2020 since the whole pandemic and everything, um, if you're going to go through hell, you may as well grow through it, right? And so that's something that I've been having to, um, uh, you know, teach myself is, you know, grow and go, you know, move forward. And so today I, I thought I would share um, just platinum nuggets that can help you um, empower as you grow as an entrepreneur, as a business professional, and um, just as a person. So hopefully you'll be able to glean something from these nuggets. And if you can at least take one thing away from it, we'd love to have you go over and uh, search the Lisa Lewis Show on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. So without further ado, let's delve in, shall we? You know, I've seen um, tons of articles talking about personality and skills you need in order to become an entrepreneur. But while certain qualities can help you become more successful as an entrepreneur, anybody can become one. So um, the, uh, what I've learned is the experience of being an entrepreneur changes you. Fundamentally, from the way you think to the way you act and the way you want to live your life. Most of the time, it's for the better, and occasionally, it could be for the worst. However, entrepreneurship will change your life, and so let's see. On my list here, number one, I have you become passionate about working. Success in entrepreneurship depends on following your passions. Number two, you wonder how you ever held a, a normal job. Each day, and this is only for people who want to be entrepreneurs, obviously, each day that typical office-based nine-to-five lifestyle seems to be stranger and less appealing to you. Number three, you think critically about everything. Being in control makes you evaluate everything from your morning coffee to the arrangement of your living room furniture. Number four, new experiences become a commodity. You crave new experiences because you know they're a gateway to new and insightful ideas. Number five, everything can turn into an idea. Every object, situation, and experience you encounter becomes a potential platform for a new creative idea. Uh, number six, 
you see the potential in everyone. You see the strengths and weaknesses in people that are around you, sometimes immediately and imagine their greatest potential. Number seven, you can reduce most things to numbers if you choose to. Entrepreneurs have to objectively analyze every subjective topic. The result is your ability to objectively analyze almost any and everything. Number eight, you get a new perspective on common situations. Some things seem more important and others wholly unimportant. Number nine, you don't care about small failures. When you stumble, make a mistake, or lose something, those failures somehow don't seem as bad. And, you know, I, what I've learned is that, you know, your failures, your small failures can set you up for something that's bigger, right? Your failures set you up for success. They set you up for comebacks. And so I know none of us ever wants to feel pain or any kind of struggle or failure, but that's when I've looked back over my um, struggles retrospectively, it has been those things that have helped me gain momentum for my future successes that I've had throughout my life. So my point is, don't be afraid to fail. Just make sure that um, that you fail forward, right? And then something is bound to happen that um, you can call a win and or success. Number 10, you embrace criticism and feedback. When someone points out something you're doing wrong, you embrace that feedback as an opportunity to improve. You know, I do believe that as well. You know, when I, in my lifetime, when people have told me something, especially if, if, if you've heard that same thing two times or more, and they are from people that don't even know each other, they don't have a connection, it's time to hear that and say, so the next time, like, say, you know, your spouse told you something, and then when you were talking to, when you went to work, someone else told you that same thing, or you might have overheard them talking about you at the water cooler, right? I don't know if people still do that. <laughs> I've been out of, uh, I've been out of corporate for over the last 20 plus years. But anyway, um, it's funny to see that on the, when we sing that on the office, whoever watched that, you know, the water cooler talks. But anyway, um, and then if you're talking to, say, your best friend, right? and you bring that up or they bring it up, it's time to say, okay, you know what? Maybe there's something in you that I haven't settled, that I haven't come to grips with. So tell me more. You know, tell me more about this thing that you're seeing, that you say that you're seeing about me. Uh, is it a pattern? Is it something that, because sometimes we hold on to things, even though it might bring us pain, we hold on to it just out of familiarity. Um, I know I've done that plenty of times, you know, not letting, wanting to let go of um, good because we're too, we're not, we don't know what the better is or when we'll ever see it. So we'll just hold on to this good, even though if we were to release it, something better would come along. But at least with that good, you know how that feels, you know, you know, you know the pathway to, to that, um, even blindly. <laughs> So 
trust me, I understand, but it just, you know, it came to me yesterday. Listen, if someone comes to you again and they and you've heard that same thing twice about you, it's probably time, you know, by the time the third person comes around and say, you know what, tell me more about this because I want to learn and grow from this particular pattern or situation. Uh, number 11, you support other people's passions. You know the value of passion and support it in others. Number 12, you appreciate personal freedom more. Once you've tasted it, there's no going back. That is so true. I enjoy the freedom that working from home allows me, being a house mom, uh, being a housewife um, for all of these years. And so when this time of life came, the pandemic came last year, it was, you know, I was already at home. I was already, you know, doing um, um, things that, you know, the world ultimately had to turn to doing uh, social distancing while there's nobody here in the daytime because my kid is at school. And, um, and then at the time, my husband worked away from the home. So I was at home during those times. And then when our daughter when she working, when she was still in the home, it, it was the same way before our son came along. Uh, when she was off at school, things were quiet, and so I was social distancing. I, I wasn't wearing a mask, but anyway, you get the you get the point. And I pretty much got to um, dance to the beat of my own drums, and I uh, I was just you know um, it, it just gave me such a peace and a resolve knowing that. I can pretty much dictate my schedule. Now, like I always say, when my children are in school, my schedule surrounds them. But when they're out of school for summer, <laughs> their schedule, uh, my schedule gets to be more relaxed. And, you know, now they got to do uh, what mom wants to do. Like if we want to try, if I want to travel or something like that, or if I just want to take, you know, a month off <laughs> because of the hustle and bustle then I get to do that as well. So it is a true that you do appreciate your personal freedom more and you get to um, take take back a lot of a lot more of your time and the way in which you choose to spend it. Number 13, you make decisions more easily. After making a hundred decisions a day, all other decisions in life seem easy. Number 14, your problems seem smaller. Your daily crises pale in comparison to what you face as a company leader. Number 15, your brain never turns off. You find yourself thinking and brainstorming all the time. No reprieve. That's true. Number 16, you constantly want to learn new skills. You're thrilled at the notion of how much you have left to learn. This <laughs> is true for me as well. I'm like, well, you know, I don't have to just do one thing. Now I want to try this over here and I want to try this over here. And it gives me the flexibility, I guess that's a good way to put it, in order to do those things which you thought maybe were impossible to do because you had such a uh, restricted schedule. But, you know, when um, it's like the, uh, the world is your oyster, that's the way I put it. And so, um, as you may or may not know, I am still, I told you I would keep you abreast of what I'm doing. And as far as becoming a realtor, I am still in the process 
of pulling the plug to go do my license, my national and my state license. And so pray for me that I will pull the plug sometime this year. So that way, beginning of the new year, I can let you all know, yes, I'm finally a realtor. So um, stay tuned for more of the Lisa Lewis Show on the other side of this short break. And we will get back to talking more about the topic of the hour, which is empower as you grow. Thank you and stay tuned for more. Recently, my husband and I were driving to Colorado when we saw a huge shooting star streaking across the sky. Boy, were we bum squabbled. Sky wonkies know that shooting stars and falling stars are both names that describe meteors. Streaks of light across the sky caused by small bits of interplanetary rock and debris vaporizing high in the Earth's upper atmosphere. The rare few that survive and hit the ground are known as meteorites. The largest meteorite still existing on Earth is named Hoba West. It's 9 by 9 by 3 feet and weighs 66 tons. That one must have made a polyphlesbian or an incredible racket when it hit. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Tokenet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled Empower As You Grow. So let's delve in, shall we? Before this short commercial break, we talked about 
Um, number uh, 16 is that you constantly want to learn new skills, and that's so true. You're thrilled at the notion of how much you have left to learn. And that's where I was uh, talking to you about the next thing that I'm going for is my realtor uh, license so that I can provide um, service and value to those who are out there looking to buy and or sell a home and um, obtain your uh, American dream, if you will. And um, it's, um, you know, it's funny because now that I'm getting older, like the first time I was a homeowner, I was 18. And so that was a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> and so, um, and I had a four bedroom, two bath home. And so since then, I always knew, okay, if I got it this young, I'll be able to get property and real estate again. And so that was never a problem for me. And since then, I had a, a, a plethora of different, um, you know, um, real estate por- for, uh, properties in my portfolio. Anyway, my point is now that I'm getting older, I'm like, do I want to be settled down? You know, of course, this is once um, uh, my kiddo gets off to MIT, hopefully, uh, in the next six years. So anyway, once he's out of the house, do I want to be stuck or settled into one place? Or do I want to, you know, maybe just have a little condo in um you know, the greater area of San Antonio and perhaps travel, you know, because I always have said I wanted to live in the Big Apple. I also want to live over in England. So I'm thinking of doing that, you know, getting, you know, maybe having something that I can rent out to others and having a portfolio, right? But not being, um, station, having to be stationed in one area because the world is such a beautiful place and I have yet to see more of it. And so I'm thinking about doing that, just being a traveler, you know, a wan- uh, wanderlust or wanderlust, whatever, which way you want to say it. And um, traveling and, you know, maybe staying over in New York, in Tribeca, Upper East Side, um, Brooklyn, you know, um, for a couple months, probably Airbnb it, of course. Um, and then maybe go to L.A. a little bit to stay over in, you know, Beverly Hills. I've always wanted to do that in the 90210. And then, you know, maybe traveling over to England and staying for a year or whatever. So it's just interesting because, you know, when you can uh, set yourself up in such a way, then you can, um, you know, constantly like learn things and, and move around and not have to be stationed into one place, you know, because what we do doesn't decide who we are. You know, I do the plethora of things. I'm a mom. I'm a, you know, I'm a daughter of the king. I, you know, I, I'm a radio host, uh, you know, uh, an author and now soon to be realtor. So those are just things that I love, I like to do, but that doesn't make who we are. So I say that to say, you know, we're not a tree, we're not planted in one place, we get to move around. And so, if anything, that's what has taught me the most about being at home for over these uh, last two decades is that the opportunities are endless and also the experiences are priceless. That's what I've learned. Number 17 is you read more than you ever did before. Books news, articles, you love to absorb new information. 
Number 18 is you want to meet new people more than ever. You realize the value of new connections and love to meet interesting and new people all around the world. Number 19, you can't just do nothing. You feel as if you aren't making progress at something, then you go crazy. (laughs) You want to be productive, right? Number 20, everything becomes a productivity challenge. (laughs) You want to make everything as efficient as possible. Number 21, you want to tinker with everything. Your life is a giant experiment and experience. Number 22, you haven't spent an easier time speaking in public. The pressure is off. You become more confident and speaking becomes easier. Number 23, you work harder for things. You know your rewards are proportional to the work that you put in, so you work harder at everything. Number 24, you aren't afraid to say no. You don't want to do something, you feel less pressure to say yes. This is so true. And it's, you know, it's best because if your heart isn't in it, then why do it? You know, if you have that capability of saying no, not to something that you must do, then carry on. But if it's something that you have a choice and you're just not into doing it, I think you're doing the person a favor who you're saying no to because perhaps they can get someone else who's better suited or fitted and who simply wants to be there, who wants to engage, you know, because people can feel your energy and then you're bringing, if you wanted to say no and you did it anyway, um, you felt pressured into it or manipulated into it or whatever the case may be for you, then the outcome is going to be more negative than positive. And we want to try and um, make sure that what, the things that we do do and um, and that we put out into the world is of positive nature as much as possible. So don't be afraid to say no. Number 25, you feel accomplished. Whether you've produced a success or a failure, you're proud of what you tried to do. Number 26, you never feel bored. Even in dull moments, you find yourself entertained with complex thoughts and brainstorming patterns. Number 27, you feel in control of your own destiny. You truly feel in charge of your life, and that's so true. Um, It gives you the freedom to know that what you're doing is making a difference and that you're going at your pace and not by the beat of someone else's drum. And so that always makes you feel better. In, in, In my case, you can't get more done, more things that are important than more things that are less important. And that's where that uh, being um, able to say no has more of a meaning to you because it's like, oh, I don't think I'd be, you know, bringing my best to that. So I'll just let, you know, I'll sit this one out and let someone else take the reins. Number 28, you see patterns in chaos. That crazy traffic can be reduced to a series of actions of and reactions by reasonable drivers facing specific conditions. Number 29, you care less about your comfort zone. You've broken your comfort zone so many times that it no longer exists. Number 30, you're more confident in your abilities. You feel sure of yourself in certain key areas. And that's what 
you know, having the space to be an entrepreneur does, uh, that's what it's done for me. It's allowed me to sharpen my um, skills, my skill set, my mindset, and it also has allowed me to go back to school and study for those things in which I knew not, um, such as uh, housing, <laughs> real estate. You know, I have, you know, I've been a property manager and I've worked for over nine years with this company and this uh, older guy who is an investor. However, um, when I went back to school, I still learned things that I knew not. And I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so much more in this game of real estate that I have yet to learn. However, I did uh, go to our first meeting of this year um, because of everything that's going on, we were remote. And so that was the first time I got to see the team, um, which was this Tuesday. So shout out to the team. Um, It was so thrilling to see everyone and um, just get to hang out and know that we're going to still do our uh, Santa pictures or, you know, the branch (laughs) pictures for the um, Toys for Tots with the Marines this year. We do that every year. And also, we'll still have our Christmas party uh, where we get to do the white elephant gift. That's so much fun. Do you guys know about that? Oh, my God, it's super fun. You know, you buy a gift that I think no more than, um, I don't know, for the office, I think it's no more than $50. And then you bring it, gift wrapped or whatever, and then you do an exchange and then the white elephant gift where... You get to steal the gift from the other person. I think it can be stolen twice before it can no longer be taken and it's off the table. But it's so much fun because even as adults, we're like, once we get a gift and we want to keep it, we're like hiding it. We're like, oh, don't look at it. But the thing is, you have to put it on the table and it has to be shown. So that way, the person who is next, they get to see the gift. But it's so much fun. You should look it up and maybe that's a, a game that you can play. Um, around Christmas time at the office and at home. Um, that way it mixes things up a bit. Um, that's something that I suggested for my family to do this Christmas because a lot of people didn't even know. They were like, what? What is the white elephant game? And then when I explained it, they were like, oh, it sounds like so much fun. And that way the same people aren't getting the same people get Shake it up a little bit. And uh, tell me all about it. And I know you guys will have so much fun with that. Also, before we go to our next commercial break, let me just tell you how you can contact me. You can always get in touch with us at the office at 210-240-8845. Leave us a message if uh, we don't pick up and we'll get back with you momentarily at our at our convenience. And also, if you want to talk to me online, head over and write to company at gmail.com. Also, I have two websites. You can go to marykay.com forward slash Lisa Lewis. Also, lisalewiscompany.com. Stay tuned for more on the Lisa Lewis Show.
my name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here. I'm the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled um, Empower As You Grow. So let's delve in, shall we? Before the commercial break, we were just talking about um, you have more confidence in your abilities. You feel uh, secure of yourself in certain key areas. And also, I was saying how it gives you um, this time has given me, and hopefully it's given you the opportunity to um, learn, grow, and then go. And um, I was just saying how... um, it also affords you the time that you need uh, in order to get more schooling. That's what I found that, you know, instead of just being a property manager, I want it to be, I want it to help people just like you buy and sell their properties. And so the way I have to do that is obtaining a license. Um, and so that's what I'm working on so I can be a realtor. So I covet your prayers and um, that I will get through the test and hopefully by the first of the new year, I'll be able to announce that I'm a realtor and be open for business in that area. Um, Let's see. So number uh, 31 on the list here is you want to experiment all the time. Everything is alive and everything can be changed for the better. Number 32, you think more about your community. If your business relies on your community, you think more about giving back and um, doing more. You know, how can I do more? What What is it that I can provide that can be of value to the masses? Number 33, you see work and fun as no longer mutually exclusive. You know, there's a difference only if you make one. Number 34, you become a teacher. You want to share your knowledge and experience with others. Number 35, you become an even better student. You're always eager to learn something new from anyone who wants to teach it. Well, from anyone who has the knowledge and expertise in which to teach it. (laughs) So, um, you know, because of course there is a difference. Number 36, you take more risks. 
you aren't as afraid to fail because you know failure is never the end result. That is so true. All you have to do is go forward. It's those who uh, those who never try that, to me, that's the biggest failure is if you never try. But nothing beats a try. Um, nothing beats a failure but a try. If you have tried, then have you really failed? Uh, to me, failure is thinking you can't do something and never trying. Number 37, you aren't afraid to dream bigger. You demand more for yourself. Number 38, you encourage others to dream bigger. You demand more from others. Number 39, you construct your own routines. You enjoy creating processes and systems for yourself. Number 40, you care more about time. You realize the true value of time and that time truly does equal money. And you can never buy back more time. That's why it's so important to use time constructively in the way that you, in which you want to live your life to the best of your ability and not let people uh, steal your time or things steal your time. That's why it's so important sometimes to just sit things out and say, you know, no, thank you for thinking of me, but I'll pass this time. And that's enough. You don't really have to go into detail if you want to. But um, no is, you know, an answer in a complete sentence. <laughs> that I tell my children, no, it's a complete sentence. Um, let's see, uh, where am I at? Okay, number 40, we talked about that. You care more about your time. 41, you spend more time with people you like. You know who's valuable to you and don't waste your time with anything less. Number 42, you challenge the status quo. You're not afraid to break the rules. And say, you know, with me and say, why not? <laughs> That's how I've always been, even as a child. You know, I question things with my parents. Oh, you know, I see things like this. And why not? Or, you know, why do I, why is things this way? Why can't they be this way? You know, if I've seen a better way in which to do something. Are we just doing this? because it's routine, because it's familiar, you know, even though it might not make the best sense, you know. Um, so you just have to think about those things and, and do accordingly. Number 43, you take more initiative to build great environment. At home and at work, you strive to create places where you feel most confident. Number 44, you See everything as a name. Everything can be broken down into rules, actions, and objectives. Number 45, you see everything as a win. Even failure is a learning opportunity. That's what I was saying a little bit ago. So you never you never fail if you just give things a try. Just means, you know what? Maybe I'm not so good at that. And you learn to either only buy or you learn to get more um schooling so you can master the art of which it is uh, of, of, of the thing of which you want to do. Um, number 46, you respect anybody who works hard at anything. You know the value of a work ethic. Number 47, you try to innovate everything. You want to try new things all the time. Number 48, you love solving puzzles even more than you did. Puzzles are, are especially
especially thrilling because you know the satisfaction of finding solutions. Number 49, everything seems faster paced. The pressure of being an entrepreneur bleeds into other areas of your life. Number 50, you remain calm in tense situations. Nothing seems as intimidating as it did before you became an entrepreneur. You know, I for one love how my entrepreneurial experience has changed my life. My days have more meaning, my mind seems sharper, and everything has become easier to understand with a new perspective. So, if you're exploring the possibility of becoming an entrepreneur, here are my takeaways. I would um, I would definitely get some schooling. I would also, uh, you know, Attach myself to a mentor who has done the things that you are aspiring to do. Also, um, learn how to build a successful startup from the beginning to the end. Have an exit plan. Um, Also, I I get books in order to glean more knowledge from the people that I hold uh, to a certain um, uh, degree who who has in my mind, the work ethic, the integrity, and the proven track record of success, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Since I was 18, and this woman, you may or may not know of her, came on board. She's been my mentor from afar, and that would be Miss Oprah Winfrey. When I was 18, I seen someone who, um, who looked like me, and who was on TV, and I was so wowed. And you know, I followed her for 25 years that she was on TV, and I still do follow her. And um, so I gleaned from people like that, and I've always thought of her as my friend, as my mentor, as my peer. Other people have been um, people like um, Bill Gates, Donald Trump. Um, uh, Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, um, Elon Musk, uh, let's see, who else? <laughs> it's certain people that I, um, Margaret Thatcher, Princess Diana, Mother Teresa, uh, those are the types of people that I, th- I think of as if I had a table of 12, who could I invite to supper? <laughs> who would be amongst my peers, my disciples, if you will. And so um, Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey. So for different reasons, for different purposes, Billy Alt, you know, people like that are the people that I look up to and I want to gain from them because I am, I like the direction in which they've taken their personal and or professional lives. And so those are the people that I, I hold myself up to. You know, if, if it were to be a candle, I'm like, okay, am I resembling any of these friends, like super friends that I just um, that I just uh, called out to you? And so that that is something that I would think of doing. You know, um, usually, you know, people have told me before, not often, but they said before, you're the smartest person I know. Like I say, my children have told me that, and I'm like, you got to know other people. If you're the smartest person in the room, you need to move around. If people are telling you that, that means that you're not growing. 
You know, it's easy to have people around you who are just like you, who resemble you, because that's a safe space, right? But as an entrepreneur or as just a person who wants to learn and grow, you need to challenge yourself to be in those tough rooms where people who are multimillionaires, billionaires, people who have brilliant minds, uh, people who have done things that you can never fathom doing, those are the rooms and the spaces that you want to get into, trust me, they make all of the difference in the world. And especially if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, not trying, but if you're going to become an entrepreneur, then you have to challenge yourself with super sharp, brilliant geniuses and glean from them. And that is what I, I do. I'm just like, okay, until I can get in the spaces of those type of people, I just tend to, um, I, I, I tend to let them mentor me from afar. Like I'll put, pick up a magazine or I'll pick up an article or I'll pick up a book if they wrote a book and I'll read that and then I'll take copious notes and then try to implement at least five things that they had said in the book. I challenge you to do that because I've done that too. And it's propelled me a lot further than just the education that I got from university, right? So those are the things that I would challenge you to do, um, you know, uh, if you are thinking of becoming an entrepreneur or if you're already on the journey like I am of being an entrepreneur. uh, Like the cookbook says, iron sharpens iron. So, um, you know, you want to be sharpened with the best of the best. And so those are some takeaways that I hope that you have gleaned from this portion of our podcast. And when we return from our short commercial break, I believe that I'm going to go over, I think I'll have time to go over um, some common characteristics of successful entrepreneurs. So stay tuned. Um, and come back to hear more of the Lisa Lou show. And I just want to take this time to say we thank you so much for being such great listeners of the Lisa Lou show. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. Now, hold on. That doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. 
I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you for tuning in to the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Tokenet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled, "On uh, Empower As You Grow. So let's delve in, shall we? Um, I, we went over 50 platinum nuggets, so hopefully you'll go over and download the show. And uh, now we're just going to talk about some of the most common uh, characteristics of successful entrepreneurs because we got through the list relatively fast. So do you have what it takes to get through hard times? Well, here are the traits that help home-based business owners thrive the most. And these are just some tidbits that I've picked up from interviewing um, us entrepreneurs or reading up on articles or doing the research. Um, and these are the things that I mustered together as a result of what more than likely entrepreneurs said more so than not. So hopefully you'll be able to glean something from this last uh, segment. So, what I've heard a lot is do what you enjoy. When you get out of your business in the form of personal, what you get out of your business in the form of personal satisfaction, financial gain, stability, and enjoyment will be the sum of what you put into your business. So, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, in all likelihood, it's safe to assume that that will be reflected in the success of your business or subsequent lack of success. In fact, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, chances are you won't succeed. Next, take what you do seriously. You cannot expect to be effective and successful in business unless you truly believe in your business and in the goods and services in which you sell. Far too many home-based owners fail to take their own businesses seriously enough getting easily sidetracked and not staying motivated and keeping their noses to the grindstone. They also fall prey to naysayers who don't take them seriously because they don't work from an office building, office park, storefront, or factory. Little do these skeptics who reign on the home business owner's parade know is that the number of people working from home and making the very good annual income has grown by leaps and bounds in the recent years. Next, become known as an expert. When you have a problem that needs to be solved, do you seek just anyone's advice or 
do you seek an expert in the field to help solve your particular problem? Obviously, you want the most accurate information and assistance that you can get. You naturally seek an expert to help solve your problem. You call a plumber when the hot water tank leaks, a real estate agent when it's time to sell your home, or a dentist when you have a toothache. Therefore, it only takes to reason that the more you become known for your expertise in your business, the more people will seek you out to tap into your expertise, creating more selling and referral opportunities. In effect, becoming known as an expert is another style of prospecting for new business, just in reverse. Instead of finding new and qualified people to sell to, these people seek you out for your expertise. Next, you want to plan everything. Planning every aspect of your home business is not only a must, but also builds habits that every home business owner should develop, implement, and maintain. The active business planning is so important because it requires you to analyze each business situation, research and compile data, and make conclusions based mainly on the facts as revealed through the research. A business plan also serves a second function, which is having your goals and how you will achieve them on paper. You can use the plan that you create both as a map to take you from point A to C and as a yardstick to measure the success of each individual plan or segment within the plan. It's important next that you manage money wisely. The lifeblood of any business enterprise is cash flow. You need it to buy inventory, pay for services, promote and market your business, repair and replace tools and equipment, and pay yourself so that you can continue to work. Therefore, all home-based owners must become wise money managers to ensure that the cash keeps flowing and the bills keep getting paid. There are two aspects to wise money management. First up, the money you receive from clients in exchange for your goods and services you provide. That's your income. Number two, the money you spend on inventory, supplies, wages, and other items required to keep your business operating. That's called expenses. Next, you want to ask for the sale. A home business entrepreneur must always remember that marketing, advertising, or promotional activities are completely worthless, regardless of how clever, expensive, or perfectly targeted they are, unless one simple thing is accomplished. You must ask for the sale. This is not to say that being a great salesperson, advertising, copywriting whiz, or a public relations specialist isn't a tremendous asset to your business. However, all of these skills will be for naught if you do not actively ask people to buy that in which you are selling, which is so true. I remember Mary Kay um, would say, often say that you cannot, uh, you know, 
fell from an empty wagon. <laughs> so there, um, there must be something that you have that uh, a person either uh, wants or a solution that a person needs. And so uh, let's remember that. And become a shameless self-promoter without being obnoxious, of course. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with self-promotion. It's one of the most beneficial, yet most underutilized marketing tool that the majority of home business owners have at their immediate disposal, right? And then also we want to project a positive business image, right? Um, instead, um, of just relying on imagination, creativity, and attention to the smallest of details. When creating and maintaining a professional image for your home business, this is so true. And you have uh, but a passing moment in which to make a positive and memorable impression on people with whom you intend to do business with. Also, it's a good idea to get to know your customers, right? <laughs> the home business owner can actually answer phone calls, get to know our customers, provide personal attention, and win over repeat business. It's a researched fact that most business, 80%, will come from repeat customers rather than new customers. Therefore, along with trying to draw newcomers, the more you can do to woo your regular customers, the better off you will be in the long run and personalized attention is very much appreciated and remembered in the modern high-tech world. That is so true. And then you need to level the playing field with technology because I'm telling you the best technology is that which helps you, not that which impresses your neighbors, right? So make sure that you're keeping up with the high-tech world as it suits your needs and, you know, um, as, it, as it pertains to your business. But don't overdo it, especially if it's not bringing in results, right? And results would be revenue and happy customers, of course. And then also you'd want to build a top-notch business team. No one person can build a successful business alone. It is a task that requires a team that is as committed as you to the business and its success. Your business team may include family members, friends, suppliers, business alliances, employees, subcontractors, industry and business associations, local government, and the community. Of course, the most important team members will be your customers or clients. Any or all may have a say in how your business will function and a stake in your business, in your future business. So um, remember that. And also, we talked about this earlier, right, is you have to invest in yourself. Top entrepreneurs buy and read business and marketing books, magazines, reports, journals, newsletters, websites, and industry publications, knowing that these resources will improve their understanding of business and marketing functions and skills. There are usually ways to do things better, right, in less time with less effort. And 
short, top entrepreneurs never stop investing in the most powerful, effective, and best business and marketing tool at their immediate disposal. And you know what that would be? Ourselves, yourselves, themselves. <laughs> it is so very important, as I've learned over the years, to have, you know, invest in yourself because the more you invest in yourself, the more you can show up in a positive light and be of value to, excuse me, not only yourself, not only to your friends and family, then it boils out in the community, then into your church life, um, if that's what you do. And so it just becomes a lifestyle. So investing in yourself first is not, you know, it's not being selfish, it's being selfless. And it's also giving self-love, self-care to yourself, that you can be a better person to those that you care and love about. And also be humble and be thankful and grateful and be accessible, right? Because our customers and clients are the ones who truly keep us in business. So this fabulous time has come to an end. I thank you so much for tuning in uh, to the Lisa Lewis Show. And we look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to you tuning in next Thursday. And remember, when you bring us your business, we will bring it to radio. Have a thankful Thursday. This is Lisa Lewis signing out for the Lisa Lewis Show. Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movements.